Some new tools for school. Welcome back to Textination. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us from Google is technology expert Peter Dew. Hi, Peter. Hey, Fred. Happy to be here. Happy to talk back to school. Well, Google is sharing some top trends and new resources for back to school. First off, as the preparations begin or are underway, what are some of the trends that we're seeing? Yeah, I think you'll probably see some of the usual back to school searches like, you know, which notebooks do I buy, which pencils and everything. I think we'll see this year's a little bit more of the how to from from the going back to school side, right? A lot of people are going back to school in person or hybrid and everything and they're thinking about how do I fit in? How do I make friends? They're looking for, you know, just tips on starting clubs. And a personal favorite of mine is uh, how do I still smell good at the end of a school day, which cracks me up a little bit. Yeah, that, that's a that's a new one on me. I never worried about it. But anyway, um, are parent parental searches different? The trends from what we see the kids searching for? I assume they are. Yeah, well, it's interesting. It's a little bit of a mix, right? So you have parents searching for, because they're kind of stuck with the bill at the end of the day for some of the shopping side of things. So you'll see them kind of looking up, you know, the same kind of items as the kids. This year, uh, things from the year 2000 are actually back in fashion and everything. So you see a lot of, you know, smiley face pillows, neon glow-in-the-dark stars to put on your walls and everything. Um, a nice mix of uh, what is now, I suppose, retro. <laughs> What about tools that students can make use of um, back in the classroom? I assume most most are going to be back in the classroom this year. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Definitely, and I think even you know even though a lot of folks will be going back to the classroom, I think you know technology manages to be a pretty important part of that process still. And so a lot of students are still bringing in their Chromebooks to the classroom. They're nice kind of portable laptops. They've got you know kinds that are more like tablet like ones that are more like your traditional computers. Uh, all the things you can do so you can take your notes in the classroom on something like, you know, Google Docs or slides and everything and still pay attention at the same time uh, as a teacher's teaching in real life. And uh, looking ahead, there's always been some homework help and things like that available through Google as well, right? Absolutely. There's a couple of things that are pretty easy to get to just from searching in the, in the search bar. Um, one of the ones I think about is the periodic table. So, you know, if you're a chemistry you know, maybe not great, if you're not great at chemistry like me, you can uh, search for the periodic table and it'll show you an interactive version of it where you can, you know, click on the various types of, of elements and see like, oh, what does hydrogen look like? Or what does a neon look like? And you'll see kind of the atom makeup, uh, the protons, neutrons, some other fun facts, those kind of things. And for both the parents and, and teachers, students too, I suppose, you have some organization assistance. Yeah, so um, a tool we love to use is Google Classroom. Um, you know, obviously from the teacher standpoint, you could configure it to say, hey, here are the lessons. Here's where you can turn your homework and your assignments. Um, from a student standpoint, you can also use it to just keep yourself in track, right? Um, where you put, you know, you can look at your calendar and see when things are due. You can turn in your homework. Um, you can actually even do something called practice sets where uh, what it is is kind of interactive practice problems where as you write your answer, a traditional uh, practice sheet may take a teacher some time to grade and get back to you about a week later. And maybe at that point you don't, you may have been doing multiplication wrong the whole time. Uh, in this sense, you'll be able to answer the question, get help right in the moment and say, hey, you know, you were doing multiplication, but it might've been subtraction in the problem set. Um, and so these sort of interactive practice problems are helping these students kind of get their uh, math act together. Terrific. Well, following the experience of the last couple of years, uh, the expectation is pretty much all the classes will be in person, as we've said. But we have learned to do more things virtually as well. And I guess there, there are some real benefits to that. 
Very much so. I think uh, what's been nice about it too is like in the past where if you missed a, a class or something like that, you kind of had to depend on your buddy to take some good notes for you of varying quality, you know, bring them to you after school and everything. You have to kind of parse through it there. I think, you know, with Google Classroom and other things, teachers can actually upload their lectures online. So even if you were meant to be in person, but you miss, you'll be able to see things afterwards. Now, is there any cost involved for using something like Google Classroom? Yeah, so on average, Google Classroom is free. Um, there, you know, all the features are there, but if, you know, school administrators interested, there is an upgrade that you can do. Um, it's a monthly kind of license and it adds a couple other extra features, but the bulk of the things that people need to do should be able to be accessed for free. Terrific, so where can people go for more information? Yeah, for some of these educational tools, you can kind of go to google.com.edu um, slash edu and you'll be able to find a lot of these uh, tools. Terrific. Peter Du, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Of course. Thanks, Fred. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers, and that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.